Today's episode is brought to you by Warby Parker, an eye care brand that offers chic and modern eyewear at a revolutionary price. Simply put, your glasses shouldn't cost as much as the iPhone X. Warby Parker's prescription glasses start at $95. And they do sunglasses too. Buying glasses should be easy and risk-free, girl. Warby Parker's home try-on program lets you fall in love with your glasses in the comfort of your own home. You can choose up to five frames from hundreds of stylish options and have them shipped directly to you for free. That way, you can try all the frames and pick your favorite. And for every pair of glasses sold, Warby Parker distributes a pair of glasses to someone in need. Daniel wears Warby Parker and now he can actually see me. And I'm considering a divorce. Hey! So to get started, head over to warbyparkertrial.com slash kiki. Again, that's warbyparkertrial.com slash kiki. Warby Parker. Modern eyewear made simple. Thanks a lot. This is Grizzly Kiki. I'm Daniel. And I'm Robert. And happy Black Friday. May all your bargain shopping dreams come true. I don't even know how I'm podcasting today because I'm at work. <gasps> bum, bum, bum. <laughs> uh, <laughs> how are you? I'm good. I'm full of turkey. How are you? Mm, I'm full of chicken wings. Yum. Mm. I forgot we're not having turkey on Thanksgiving. Yeah. Ooh, we're recording yeah. this in the past. Ooh. 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 <laughs> uh, yeah, we decided to do... Um, a well, it hasn't happened yet, but it will have happened by the time that you're listening to this. I hope, right? I hope it happens. Um, we decided to do a solo Thanksgiving, um, and we bucked, tra- bucked, uh, bucked at tradition. I think is the. I thought you were about to say we made bok choy, and I was like, we're making bok choy. <gasps> oh, I love bok choy, but I don't think we do can you? have that on keto. I don't know. Anyway, that's not my favorite. Um, no, we made chicken wings and a pumpkin cheesecake and other things. Hopefully artichokes. Yeah. Because I, I really want artichokes. Mm. We don't have to have them on Thanksgiving, yeah. I guess, but whatever. Uh, but as long as there's food. Yeah. I think that that's good. I'm thankful for that. So, yes. Yeah. Um, yeah, that air fryer that, uh, that Pissy and David got us is, uh, she's going to be working overtime mm-hmm. on Thanksgiving. We're going to have yeah. to pay her time and a half. She makes the best bacon. So, she does. She really does. <laughs> she really it's does. Fast. It's like three Whoa. minutes. Ooh. May may all of their dreams come true mm-hmm. for, for for bringing the the joy of the air fryer into our lives. Uh, we also went to see Kool Aid with a C mm-hmm. at the Lori Beachman uh, this past this past Thursday. Um, it's sh- the debut of Shea Kool Aid's one woman show. Yeah, um, and it was pretty darn cool considering that she was like stuck in a cab for almost two hours trying to get to the theater and like right. had to run on stage. Like yeah. I had a great time. Yeah, it was a great show. I was pleasantly surprised. Yeah. I feel like so I feel like we've seen enough of these kinds of shows that we get nervous. Like I mean it's Shea Coulee, obviously where we're gonna go. But like we get nervous when we go see them because we, you never know like you never know if it's gonna be good, if I'm being completely honest, right? Like it's it's because mm-hmm. it's not there's it's not always a given that's gonna be good. Well no, because the thing not is to be that shady. it's it's become expected that a girl or, you know, the, these drag race girls who can perform or do something, right? Mm-hmm. Like just something like recorded song or whatever, that they can also hold their own doing a cabaret act. And that's really not the case. Um Right. And so this show was great and mm-hmm. her, her storytelling is excellent in the, the show. N- yes. That was 
my favorite. I don't need to know what you're talking about. When she when she comes out to her mom, but wanted to say no, but oh. it came out yes. I, I thought that that was that like, was cute. Her her basically talking about her her like internal monologue and like mm-hmm. it was just great. Yeah. Um, it was yeah. it was a fun show. I mean, my one critique is I wish she had taken off her bustle because I wanted to get a oh, that full unobstructed view of the sh- the jumpsuit that she was mm-hmm. wearing. Um, but that's okay. I'm sure yeah. there'll be pictures. <laughs> I mean, yeah, definitely. Um, so we're doing something different today mm-hmm. um, because we have been challenged by Latinos who lunch to do the ABCs of drag. So that's what we're going to give to you right now. Because time goes on and things are changing in my world. Here is a new alphabet for the children of my generation. So what you're hearing right now is the song Alphabet by Amanda Lear. She is a model actress. She was Salvador Dali's muse. Um, But uh, I know her for being a singer and for creating one of the most uh, kooky songs Mm -hmm. that I'm pretty sure it was either Thorgy or Oscar introduced it to me. I don't remember who, Mm -hmm. Um, but it was a huge staple when we were in college, like years after uh, several letters from this, because she does go through the alphabet in this the song. The whole alphabet. The whole alphabet. Like the whole well, yeah. yeah. Um, but several letters became like quotes, ringtones, mm. like all kinds of stuff. Um, my favorite is D is for getting a divorce. Uh, like, it's just, it's so campy. And I figured like, <laughs> what, what better way to start this off than to, so than to play a little Amanda yeah. Lear. And I love when you introduced me to it. Cause you were like, these are all the silly things that my friends and I listen to. And I was like, that is amazing because it's yeah. so, it's so campy. Like it's not even bad. It's just pure camp yes you know like and she's playing with you right so yes it's very apropos for what we have been challenged to do and i felt very you know attacked with this <laughs> challenge i have to say fabi and babelito just like throwing it at us we didn't have a discussion but i guess that's what a challenge is all about i don't know um, why you feel threatened i don't feel threatened <laughs> no i said i felt um attacked it's kind of like, very attacked right now. It's kind of like the ice bucket challenge, but for it is, podcasters. It is, but we're not donating anything to charity. No, so, um, no, we're not. I mean, their ABCs were phenomenal. Yes. Um, my favorite was Pavelito Orchata for O. It was just, <laughs> just beautiful. It was just a beautiful moment. Um, I would have accepted. Uh, I would have accepted horchata for O. Yeah, I, w- I mean, you know, if we're going by pronunciation and also all of Babelito's like art, you know, art like history references and things like that were just like candy for me. So I really appreciated that. Yeah. Um, um, so, yes, thank you once again to Fabi Fab and Babelito for challenging us. I have been waiting for this moment my entire life. And oh, by really? life, I mean the entire time we've been doing this podcast. <laughs> Um, no, because there are like tag challenges that, that podcasters will challenge mm-hmm. uh, challenge their friends to, and it's never happened to us. And I'm very excited. Um, I'm very excited to do this. Mm-hmm. And I hope that this sets off a chain reaction of future challenges mm. for everyone. Um, am I starting? Are you starting? Does it matter? I, I don't know. Well, we have to start with A either Do you want to say them at the same time? Just No, kidding. God, okay. no. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. We would never do that. No, 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 no. Um, 
Do you want to go first? Sure. Okay. Uh, so for A, I have alcohol. Oh. Um, because it is, you know, every queen requests a shot of this or that or, a you know, they have their own particular cocktail that they like. Right. Um, but also, like, a lot of, you know, girls who have stage fright will have, like, a drink before they go on stage mm-hmm. to steady themselves or unsteady themselves, depending right. on the queen. Right. Um, and, yeah, I think it's just, it, it's... Uh, in in good and bad ways, alcohol is a big part of drag culture. Yes. Um. I, I I personally don't think that you should overdo it because you do have a job to do. Of course. Um. And you also don't want to hurt yourself. But like I'm I'm not a um. You know I, I'm not about temperance. So that's I just think you know you just need to keep your wits about you. Right, um. Right. Also, like the first time I performed in drag, um, I wasn't planning on it but I had broken my foot and I had quite a few Manhattans and performed at the duplex because I was asked to. So there you go. Yeah. Um, my A should have been for a mandolier since we started <laughs> it out this way, but mine is actually all I want for Christmas is all I want for Christmas by Mariah Carey. I keep Ooh. calling it the wrong thing because I feel like that is a drag staple. Mm-hmm. And I, I mean, you would be hard pressed to go to, I mean, I want to say you'd be hard pressed to go to any drag Christmas show and not see the song performed, mm-hmm. but I challenge you to go to any drag show, any drag brunch at any time of the year and not see this. Like, this is a song that, like, it started out as a Christmas song, but the girls have taken it yeah. and turned it into something that can be done year round. I've I've heard it like all throughout the year just like you're saying i particularly yeah. like when i hear it in july because you know the like christmas in july <laughs> thing um that's good yeah yeah Actually, i play that song sometimes when it's not christmas i hate that song <gasps> that shut up go go home no oh you are home do you Leave. do you know what my favorite <laughs> okay my favorite christmas song that mariah carey has ever done is from the sequel to her first christmas album it's the song called Oh Santa, because to me, oh, that is like a Christmas big band song. sounding one. The big band. Isn't it like it's like it's really fast. It's a it's a fast pace. It's like a pop song, but it's, you know, sing a bar. Santa, won't you come and make yeah. me mind this Christmas? It's very like it's, a, it's an earworm of a song, but I love it. And that's what I listen to when it's that. And oh, my God, what's the other? Oh, the the really. um uh, the really uncomfortable Christina Aguilera Christmas song about um, <gasps> like Santa coming over and fucking her. Basically, that's what the song's about. Oh my god! It's like Christmas. she's singing to a lover, but it's like this is not. Like, I I'm kind of partial to Lady Gaga's Christmas tree because uh, it's so stupid. That is a good song. That's a great song um, actually. Anyway, but we're not here to talk about Christmas. No, we're not. Uh, so moving on to B. Yes. Uh, mine is booger slash baby queens because okay. I feel like they're you know one and the same. Um, as you said earlier, you know a booger is the zygote of drag. Um, and I feel like people often forget about that, you know, yes. because everything now is so like Instagram ready and polished, and you know there are all these like million and a half apps to you know change what you look like. Um, right, right. But yeah, I think like if you don't look ugly the first time you are going out in drag, you're not doing drag. Right. Like, you need to look hideous. We all have to start out as boogers. Yeah. That's how we, you know... It's like puberty. That's that's how we flourish into the beautiful mm-hmm. flowers that we yeah. become. And don't delete those photos. Right. Hold on to them. Yes. 
Um, my B, I actually have two of them. Mm. My B stands for brunch or hashtag booked. <laughs> I like hashtag booked. Um, I think that drag has revitalized brunch. Mm-hmm. I mean, brunch was already a thing, I think, at least in the gay community. Um, before that, it was, I, I mean, I don't know the history of brunch, but I'm just going to go ahead and guess that it became more popular after Sex in the City among women. So um, with that, like with that popularity came the drag brunch show. Yeah. Which is sinful. That is queen. I mean. Queens don't get up that early. No. Like, early enough to have breakfast, maybe lunch. And lunch, you're pushing it. Yeah. But, like, this is not... Drag was not meant to be had at brunch. No. 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 (laughs) No, 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 no. However, it has created a whole industry. And, like, Brandon Voss is out here killing it with his drag brunches across the the land. Mm -hmm. Um, and, um, And then, of course, hashtag booked. That's, like, the ultimate comeback when a queen feels like someone is talking shit about them. Yep. And it's like, feel free to keep talking. I'm hashtag booked. Absolutely. Booked and blessed. Yeah. yeah. So what, what do you have for C? I have Cody. Cody powder. Oh. Um, which is, is interesting because I feel like everybody uses it, ha- uses it or has used it at some point in their drag career. Right. And it's, uh, it, it's interesting that it's that popular because it's terribly hard to find. You know, um, it used to be. I think they started once they started selling it at Dwayne Reed again, it became easier, yeah, right? But it is, it, yes, but it's also like certain shades. Anyway, it's like this it is an old, it, it's like old lady setting powder. Yes. Like it, you know, the, the even the packaging is very old lady, mm-hmm. um, but everybody uses it. It's right. like, you know, the go to setting powder. Um, and it smells really good, I think. Mm. Okay. I mean, it smells like like old lady perfume to it's, me. It's a it's a um it's a familiar yeah. scent. Yeah. I wouldn't say it smells good. It's it's very overpowering. Yeah. I personally don't use it, but oh okay. You know. So you think you're better than me? No, no. <laughs> I just like the shades don't. Oh, shut up. Uh, the shades don't necessarily like favor my skin tone, and whenever I use right. a translucent, I. You know the times I've tried it, I end up looking like a ghost. So right, we don't we don't do that. Right, yeah. Um, my my C stands for Charlene or contouring. Oh, work. Yes, I love Charlene. To oh, me, yeah. she um to me she's drag. Mm-hmm. Um, but also contouring is this thing that um I'm pretty sure Kevin Aquan introduced it to everyone mm-hmm. with those face charts. Yes. Mm-hmm. And then some drag queen was paying attention and that's how we like you know at this point i think a lot of people trace it back to drag queens and kim kardashian so whatever um but uh yeah i think drag queens are the ones that we see like obviously doing it because they either they either have it like down to a science Mm -hmm. where you don't know they're contoured or they're just like oh this is my contouring Mm -hmm. right here you can point to it oh that telltale line i i love a you know like those letter c's with oh, the contouring yeah the, it, they're just so like i know and and i feel like sometimes depending on how people do it so, you know i've heard criticisms where it's like oh that's so like old-fashioned drag like you should be blended and and it's like yes and no you know like it like i think a harsh contour well not even harsh it's just it is 
getting that line right is an art in and of itself and getting it so that it doesn't look like you have mutton chops is even harder um so i really do admire a queen who can do this beautiful scoop of a contour i mean bob he doesn't do it very much anymore but you know back in the day he car remember he created his own contouring template that was like a scoop that was monet and she didn't create it. She used, um, so when you buy jewelry from Rainbow, mm-hmm. it comes on this like plastic oh, thing. Oh, is that what that was? Yeah. And it just happened to be the perfect shape for contouring. It, was, it was Monet. I'm Whoops. absolutely sure it was Monet. Yeah. Good work though. I, um, we are absolutely the people who should be doing the ABCs. Of yes, time. absolutely. Uh, <laughs> I just, I really, I love that scoop. Mm-hmm. I love when girls do it. I love it even more when it's red. For some reason. Oh, or like with like a raspberry colored. Yeah. Like contour. Yeah. I just, I don't know. I love it. It's a beautiful thing. It's like a, it's like a sunrise coming from your cheeks. Yes. I you know. Um, Let's yeah. move on to the next letter. Mine is D for diner. Cause Aww. after the gig, whether you are a queen or a consumer of drag, you need to eat. Yes. Like that's their dinner. Yes. Or their breakfast. Yes. Depending on. Well, you know. dinner is breakfast. Yeah. Or breakfast um, is dinner. That's also like where the bonding happens. It's where the kiki happens. It's, you know, where where everything happens, really. Yeah. I mean, it's whereas Rhea doesn't pay the check and then you can't go back to the diner. Wow. Rest in peace to the Galaxy Diner on 46th and 9th. Yeah, um, they did ban drag they place, did. didn't they? They absolutely wow. did. Yeah. Um, that's, yeah. But diners are super important to drag. It's like, that's where you de-drag, basically, mm-hmm. at the diner. Yeah. Um, so I also have two for D. Mm. Um, D is for divine, or did you send me your mix? Because <laughs> <laughs> that's important. Uh. So obviously divine, you know, like the, my, my, the, the person I look to for guidance and support uh, when I'm doing drag, but also a huge inspiration to my aesthetic. Um, but then also, did you send me your mix? Is like, it, I'm sure if you, if, if you stole a drag queen cell phone, mm-hmm. right, and went through her text messages, yep. her, her Facebook messenger messages, her Instagram DMs, yep. half of them would have this phrase in them. Yeah. Did you send me your mix? Because mm-hmm. half the time the answer is no. And then they show up with, um, if they're smart, they'll show up with a USB drive. But some of them will give you an iPhone, hopefully, if not without, an Android. Without the dongle. That's that's not <laughs> part of my what I'm saying. Let me finish. So you'll show up with an iPhone with your number on it, but you have a passcode on your phone, and then the number can't be played. So it's like, yeah, it's important. Yeah, send your mixes. Send it your makes mixes it so much to the person. Easier for yeah. your life, like you don't have to do anything. Yeah. And also, that's how your phone gets stolen. When yeah. you hand your phone over to the DJ to mm-hmm. play your mix, that's how that shit gets stolen. Yeah. So learn. Hide it, you know. Yeah. Send your mix. Hide it in your titties. Yes. Learn there from those who have lost their phones. Mm-hmm. What about E? This was a hard one for me. Okay. And then it wasn't. Okay. Um, Because it's Elmer's Glue. Or, well, Elmer's Glue and E6000, which I think are two of the most essential ingredients to I thought you were going to say they were interchangeable and I was like wait a minute <laughs> Girl, you mean you don't glue down your eyebrows with E6000 could you imagine Can, and then you stone them <laughs> could you imagine my, I would cry the whole night from the fumes and the pain yes um, I love it. yeah I just thought like every everybody I know uses 
Elmer's glue as like their primary adhesive. I mean, I know that there are some who use um, Elmer's glue stick. Elmer's glue stick. The, yes. And as we learned from Jasmine Rice, La Beja, you want the craft, right? No. The extra strength. It's the extra strength. The Elmer's, Elmer's glue stick. Extra strength. Yeah. Like not the purple one. The extra strength one. It's, a, that cl- it's will... a clear one and it's a little bit more difficult to tell when you're done because yeah. you don't see it like the purple doesn't turn uh, clear when mm-hmm. it's done dry. It's just, yeah. it's not a thing that happens, but it doesn't matter. It it's a stronger it adhesive. In. Like once you started using it, you didn't have any like pop outs. I didn't have any pop outs and my eyebrows um, weren't like coming. Like when I when I was using Prosade, I would be losing mm-hmm. chunks, like yeah. huge chunks of my eyebrows. Yeah. Um, and then tell everyone what E6000 is. And so E6000 is an adhesive that you use to stone garments with or shoes or bags or basically if you want to stick anything to a drag costume you use e6000 and um i i love it i've tried other things and i don't really care for them um but yeah it's like the go-to some people swear they swear by gem tack but like gem tack doesn't like it doesn't keep it glued on permanently and the stones like e6000 like some people say that e6000 like dries too quickly but if you just do a few dots at a time you put your stones down and you can keep on working yeah whereas with like gem tack um the stones will keep on moving because it need you know it needs a little more it's a little more um pliable pliable liquidy it's it's not as thick as these 6000 right um and you can wash a garment as many times as you want if you've applied the stones with these 6000 and they will not come off right like i've checked E6000 also, it leaves your garment stinky. So if you're going to use it, make sure that you you build in at least a week. Yep. I, most queens won't do this, but build in at least a week's time, like a, a, a mm-hmm. week's worth of time for your garment to air out. Yeah. Because it, it will, takes about that long. It will overpower even like the strongest of perfumes. Right. Because it is, it, the fumes are, that, is, are that intense. Yeah. yeah. And make sure you open a window when you're oh, using absolutely. it. Oh, absolutely. Um, my E is for everything because mm-hmm. when a drag queen is at a loss for words and is just so taken with something, oh, this is everything. This is all of the things. Everything. So everything? that's what my E is. My E is for everything. Uh, let's, so, let's do F and then take a break. Yeah. So moving on to F, my F is for French fry wig. Ooh. And it, like. I love a Caesar. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> They really do. They look like a Caesar. Like, I I don't get it. I mean, I get it and I don't get it. Because I understand that at a certain point in time, this was the way that you created a more natural looking hairline when lace fronts were either just not around or were too expensive to get or whatever. Right. Explain so, what a French fry wig is, okay. please. So a French fry wig, as I understand it, as I have seen it to... to be made is when you take a hard front and then you take what's a hard front a hard front is a a non-lace front is a non-lace front wig a lace front wig is a is a wig that has um this very fine mesh um at the hairline and hopefully a little further back too to which the individual fibers have been knotted on to create a more natural hairline right right so we're working backwards yes okay so you have a hairline then you have no hairline and then you have french fries and so what they do is they take the stylist you know will take little pieces of 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 hair from other parts of the wig that they've snipped off and they will no wrong sorry what do you mean that's incorrect well that's how i've seen it done. so my understanding well 
Let, let me let you tell your version. I'll tell mine. Thank you. Because I have seen tutorials where they have taken little pieces of, of like, you know, no. little trimmings. See, that's why you think you know everything. But I've seen this done. That's terrible. And okay, they, go ahead. they put it on the front of the wig. Uh-huh. And then they use uh, some sort of freezing spray. Not even glue. Freezing spray. Right. And spray it on. Like It looks like hay. Yeah. I mean, it is a French fry wig, but it looks like hay. And then it's just all like, you know, they, 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 they like make it look, I don't even, like a French fry. Mm. Like that's kind of it. It looks like a bunch of hay that's been stuck to your forehead. Okay. So my understanding of a French fry wig is that you take the first like few rows of mm-hmm. the wig and you pull them like you pull them forward so that they're like obscuring your face and then you cut them so they're short enough that they can create the illusion of a natural hairline. And so the reason that they're the reason that they're called french fry wigs is because this this effect that you're doing to create a natural hairline, you then have to cut like you have to cut into it with scissors to make it sort of uneven yeah. to give the appearance of like you know, to make it look a little bit thinner, like a natural hairline. And you end up looking like French fries. Yeah. You end up looking like a bunch of French fries yeah. are stuck to your forehead. And if you really lacquer them down, you get the Caesar haircut. Yes. Like Eureka Harrow's season nine entrance wig. I was going to say. <sighs> For reference purposes, please refer yes. to Eureka's, Eureka's wig from season mm-hmm. nine. Not from season 10. Season nine. Season nine. Yes. And again, no shade, but... Why? Yeah. I don't get it. Yeah. There you go. She was a soldier. Low cut, sees us with that deep wave. Okay. Um, my F is for fantasy. <laughs> because drag is nothing without the fantasy. It always is. It you always have to have. I remember when um, when Saliva was first starting, it was all about um, full fantasy hats. Yes. Full remember fa- that? I forgot about that. Yes. Aww. I'm wearing a full fantasy hat. Which means that you're wearing a lace front mm-hmm. wig, essentially. That's what it meant back I then. I love calling a wig a hat. Yeah. Like, it's just amazing. Yeah. Um, it's part of the lexicon. Yeah. I'll one-up you and use feeling your fantasy. Yes. Oh, yes. Feeling. She's feeling her fantasy. Yes. Um, yeah, that's... Um, uh, feeling your fantasy is like when you're just... You are... You're believing the fantasy. Mm-hmm. You've gone from... You've gone from <laughs> convincing me of whatever look you're doing, and you've transferred over into this realm where you are you you know you're not trying you are mm-hmm. and for reference you know miss cracker miss cracker is oh. the queen of feeling her fantasy what a fantasy yeah yeah um and that's not shade that's just the it's you know just, that's the tea um so we're gonna take a break but when we come back we are going to continue running through the alphabet so please stick around we'll be right back Oh, hi, it's me, Robert. And I have a question. Do you shop on Amazon? If so, you can be a supporter of our show. Just go to grizzlykiki.com and click the Amazon button in our menu. Anytime you shop on Amazon using our link, we'll get a small commission on everything you buy. And it's free. There's no cost to you as the money comes out of Amazon's pocket, not yours. So bookmark it, use it, and every time you buy from Amazon, you'll be helping us keep the kiki going. Girl. And we're back with one of my favorites, which is Girl. I love you, girl. 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 <laughs> Never has there been a more useful word in the drag lexicon. I'm a versatile. Oh, versatile. That's another one. Versatility. <laughs> um, 
<laughs> I can do everything, but you can't. Whoops. Um, I I love the word girl. It's just it's so um multifaceted. Yes. You know, like it with every intonation or the length or even how you spell it. Like it it has so many um uses. So I think I think girl is a uh, is an essential part of the ABCs of drag. Girl is a full sentence. It is a full sentence. Just like they say no mm-hmm. is a complete sentence, yeah. girl is a complete sentence. It is problematic though. Yes. Because the use of the word girl in a like with a negative con an intonation can can mean also, you know, that you're using like the word girl as in, you know, reference to women and and so on and so forth as like girl. You know, like it 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 has been also seen to be a bit misogynistic in its use. Okay. Um but I thought you were going to say that uh, because the 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 roots go back to uh, AAVE, African American Vernacular English. I thought that's oh, what you were going to say. Well, no, that yes, that but that, that that's a given. I just I was um, I read an article last year about like that was literally all about the usage of the word girl. And it was very interesting to oh. me. Um, but I still use it and I love it. And I, you know, try and temper it when I'm using it. To me, it is, I mean, I don't, I wouldn't know how to begin to quit girl. Um, It's just, it is what I say when, you know, if someone comes over and they were like, oh, how was, you know, how was that show you went to see? I'd be like, ooh, girl. (laughs) It's just, it's, it's how everything starts. You know, everything begins. Yeah. Because it was a doozy. Yeah. Or, you know, it can be like, girl. Like you're excited to see somebody because right. you haven't seen them in a long time. So, yeah, there you go. Um, my G is for group numbers <laughs> because I feel like in this world of drag that we live in now where, you know, there's brunches and there are all of these um, there are all of these shows that have a roster. There's always that group number. Mm-hmm. There's always that one group number, you know? Um, so it's just, that's a thing. That's a mm-hmm. thing that exists in drag. It's important. Yeah. Yeah. And there are like songs that are like staples, you know, are like there? there's like Lady Marmalade. There's, um, oh my God, of course now I'm like, there are so many, Yeah. but there's that one. I, I, it, it's, it's like a more recent song, um, that it's that like band with three female singers. Uh huh. Keep going. I forget what it's called. <laughs> See, there we go. I don't know anything. Um, Wait, are you talking about Move by Lil Mix? Yes. Yes. That's very niche. That's like only in Brooklyn, I think. Thank- oh, well. But well I, I mean, mean, let us know. Do you see people doing Move by Lil Mix? Mm-hmm. Is it Lil Mix? I have no idea. Okay. We need to, we need to be accurate about yes, this. Do our but, research. Um, um, yes. But yes, that um, it just I, I feel like, you know, you, you know, when a group number is coming, but more often than not, what I love about a group number is how haphazard they can be, oh. because it's like specifically um, I remember when we went to go see bots, mm-hmm. um, the, the battle, the RuPaul's Battle of the Seasons tour, yeah. they you want these like you know, 10, 15 queens, however many they are, who have completely different styles to all move in the same way. And it it's it's almost better when it doesn't work because it's like you just want to create a group number uh-huh. with people who don't perform this way you know and so it's kind of like um like bumper cars yeah you know? like they should just call it bumper cars instead of group numbers but i don't know it is moved by little mix um there there are like several different sets of drag like individual drag mm-hmm. queens who will do it as a group number like independent mm-hmm. of one another um 
So yeah. Yeah. But I think that's regional for us. Ooh, regional. Yeah. Yes. I think that's regional. Um, what's your H? Highlighter, darling. Oops. Highlighter. Um, Shout out to Pheromone. The original filter. <laughs> um, it is very useful, but it is also uh, just abused. Just It is not something to be applied liberally. Um, right. It, like, I think it can make or break your face. I, d- I don't think that it flatters everybody. Right. You know, and I think that you really need to find the highlighter that works for your skin tone. Right. It like just because it's pearlescent and white doesn't mean that it's going to work on like dark tan skin. Like, yeah, you need you need you need like a bronzer, a warmer highlighter, you, you know, like just like you would pick your foundation girl. Girl, I have like, not seen it abused in that way with ooh, queens of color. I have. Hmm. It's not necessarily abused in that way by queens of color mm-hmm. or people who aren't like, you know, paper white. But it's like it's, um you know, you just you, you just need to be careful. Like I said, pick it like you would your foundation. Yeah. You know, so that it's if you're if you have warmer tones, you want a more golden highlight, you know, just so that it's yeah. appropriate for the moment and the tones that are there. Mm-hmm. I think um, my age is for hyper queens or cisgender women who do drag Mm -hmm. because they are a part of our community and they should be reflected absolutely um and i (laughs) i want to i want to also take this time out to acknowledge our drag kings because i realized that we were in such a like we were trying to be so like drag and coming from where i mean this is a this is us acknowledging our privilege and us having mm-hmm. a huge uh what is that called a huge uh blind spot mm-hmm. um but we didn't really mention drag kings here which yes. we should mm-hmm. and you know we need to acknowledge that Absolutely. um but we i also feel like we need to acknowledge the hyper queens mm-hmm. um and uh i've i've heard a lot of people okay so I don't know what the feeling is on the term bio queen. I know that for a very long time it was considered a pejorative or it was looked at as a pejorative by cis women who do drag. Mm -hmm. And I stopped using it. I took it completely out of my, you know, out of my vernacular, whatever you want to call it. Um, And I started using hyper queens because I like the idea. I like the imagery that the word hyper gives me when I'm thinking like when I close my eyes I'm like oh my god this queen is so much energy yeah. um so but I think we should just call them drag queens yeah they're it's drag, all drag queens it is it's all, all drag. it is all um like gender performance mm-hmm. like I, I feel like at the root it's like drag is used for many things like it, it it's simply a vehicle to accomplish something else right you know because like if your end goal is to just dress like a you know quote-unquote like woman or whatever you know like fine but drag is not just that right so it's it's not just relegated to gender performance you're using the the you know the this this gender performance to accomplish something else so right it should just all be drag queen i completely agree yeah and also if we're gonna go back to the term bio queen it's not even accurate because no. you're making it sound like this person was biologically born a drag queen mm-hmm. and it's like that's not a thing no drag is something you put on yeah what about you know trans men who do drag right like like you know so well what i'm saying is like there is no one who was biologically born as a drag queen yeah absolutely can you imagine though i mean i i don't know what that would look like <laughs> i'm picturing Cher as a baby that's like 
That's the best that I got. I, I personally now just pictured Lady Quesadilla being born and coming out perfidia first. Oh, my God. And just being like, it's a perfidia, baby. Can it's you a imagine? baby, baby. It's I'm a, a baby, baby. baby. <laughs> um, baby Quesa. I want to be there. I want to be in the be room. Um, what about I? Oh, well, okay. So my eye has just changed. Oh. Um, but I'm going to use my original one, too. So I is for inclusivity. Ooh. Because it is something that I thought about a lot when we were working on this is that I didn't I didn't know where to put whatever word I was going to use for this, mm-hmm. you know? But I think that um I don't think drag is inclusive in general. I, I think that overall the community is quite um I would say that there's a schism, you know? And uh, you know, people are pushed into corners and into the shadows, and I don't think that that's appropriate or acceptable. Right. And so whether you're a bearded queen or a hyper queen or a drag king or or however you choose to perform and or appear to express yourself, it really shouldn't matter. Yeah. Because if if this is an art form that has no boundaries for real, we need to stop creating them. Because I think that there are enough boundaries out there and, and not even to be, you know, like cliche about it, but they're there shouldn't be any boundaries. It right. should be completely inclusive. And anybody who wants to get on that damn stage to perform should be allowed to. Well, I'm going to I'm gonna put a little asterisk next Ooh. to what you just said. Um, because I think it needs to be entertaining. Like that. Well, well okay. That That's... needs to be the only, the, the only qualifier is like, yes. is this entertaining? Yes. If whatever you do, you need to do it to the best of your abilities with a certain degree of quality because you know there are issues of accessibility as well you know sure um but you 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 don't need a lot of money to be entertaining you don't need any money to be funny you know so i think it's just think about the the meat of what you're giving people instead of just the you know the facade the meat, the seitan, the tofu. Exactly, whatever, you know. Let's include them all. Exactly. So, um, yes, but I agree. It should be quality. Um, so my eye. Mm-hmm. Oh, wait, I forgot my other eye. Oh. Which is just a drag standard, which is I will survive. Mm. Because I think, not like, because of the adversity that, you know, people in the queer community have faced, specifically those who, you know, who are performers within the queer community who are even, you know, marginalized further mm-hmm. i feel like that not just the song but that particular um phrase um was the original it gets better you know and yeah. i think that you you will survive yes most most everything yes so yes my eye is for is there a dressing room or <laughs> is she here yet I love, okay, so is there a dressing room? Is that, again, that is regional comedy. That is. Um, Because I think (laughs) New York is the only place where, like, a queen will be getting ready in the kitchen or in the basement or in the, where they keep the mop and bucket. It's just like, we don't have a lot of space here. So there there probably Mm -hmm. isn't a dressing room. My favorite is a makeup mirror on a keg. Yeah, right. Like, amazing. Um, but is she here yet is like go to any drag show and stand near the producers and you will hear, Oh, is she here yet? Is she, is she here yet? Mm -hmm. Is she here yet? Like it's again, it's another one of those things. Like, um, did you send me your mix yet? It's one of those (laughs) things that's like, it's very, very much part of drag. 
Um, tell me about Jay for you. Jay is for jewels. Oh, I love jewels. I um or jewels. <laughs> I love Joel Santana. My favorite. It's from Yonkers, I think. Shut up. <laughs> um, I like sparkle. I yeah. like I I love an earring. I love a, a a necklace, a bracelet, a ring. Um, yeah, pile it on. Like, why not? You know. Yeah. I mean, at least in my daily life, like you know, the most I get to sparkle is like a stud. More earring, is more. Yeah. You know, but a chandelier, a drop, a, a fascinator that's stoned. Like, put that E to work, that E6000, and just like glue everything everywhere. Why not? Right. So. My J is for Jackie Beat. <gasps> oh. She is a legend, mm. which uh, I'm pretty sure she'll tell you just means that she's old. Of course. Um, but no, but really, Jackie Beat is very funny. And um, if you're not following her on social media, she wants you to do that. Mm-hmm. So uh, go follow at Jackie Beat on all the social yeah. medias. And she's a jewel. She is a jewel. Mm-hmm. What's your K stand for? My K is for kindness. Yes, I um and and this I know and I'm and I'm not fucking this up like contour because I learned this from Bob the Dragon contour with a K. I thought that's where you were going. No, go ahead. Um, I remember when I first met Bob because you had known Bob way before I did. Yes. Um, Bob was always very very um and still is very um kind kind yes. very kind queen and I think that in general. 99% of queens are terribly kind and are kind of uh, pillars of our community. And and so if you think that if you're doing drag, you have to be bitchy or cunty or nasty by default, that's like, that's completely wrong. I, I honestly don't think that that gets you anywhere. Like if you want to use it to be funny once you've, you know, like actually been booked, right? But being a jerk isn't going to get you anywhere. So just be kind. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Kindness is important. Absolutely. Um, also important is Krylon TV paint stick. Mm-hmm. Most likely in the color 4W if you're yeah. a white girl. Because that's that's usually the one that they're like, ooh, we're out of stock on that mm-hmm. one. Sorry. They're like, oh, Tina Burner was just here. And uh, <laughs> she, we sold her, her the last one. Sorry. <laughs> and I've heard they've reformulated. Apparently. So I don't know. I don't use that shit anymore. No. But that's what I started out with. I love Black Opal. I swear by it now. See, I was going to put Black Opal on my list, but I wanted to use B for brunch. That's the hard thing about doing this alphabet thing is like (gasps) picking one word. B could have also been basic. Well, of course. I mean, whatever. Let's move on. We we need to move a little bit faster. Yeah, we're not going backwards. Um, Okay. So L. What's what's your L? Yes, we're on L. L is the only one. That we unanimously agreed on. Yes. Because we did we did go over ours. Um, Let's say it at the same time. Okay. Ready? One, two, three. Lady, Lady Bunny. Bunny. <laughs> it could have been lashes. It could have been. I don't know why the word leggings came to mind because uh-huh. we don't wear leggings. But uh-huh. Lady Bunny is. La Coneja. Uh, I love her. She is. She just. She's everything. Mm-hmm. She is. She's it. She has endured for God knows how long. Mm-hmm. Um, and when I think of drag, I think of Lady Bunny. Yeah. Because it is it is entertaining. It is quality. It's hair. It's sparkle. It's when she feels like it nails. You know, there there is this... She's a consummate drag queen. Yeah. 
And I really appreciate that. And somehow she manages to do the comedy that she does in the smartest way possible. Because most people just can't do it like she does. Right. That's very true. Mm -hmm. Um, What's your letter M stand for? Mary. Ooh, Mary. Ooh, Mary. Now, this one doesn't really live in my vocabulary very often. It doesn't live in mine either. Uh But it is. And I feel like it's an older one. Right. Not older, but, you know, it's not used so much anymore. It's um, it's the previous, the, I, I want to say, like, the previous generation's girl. Y- exactly. Yeah. Um, I just really like it. I mean, that that's just, yeah. you know. Also, it's something I think about because Jiggly is always calling one or the other of us Mary, and it's not just because you're Mary Kona, because no, she, she will. No, she doesn't call us Mary. She calls us Maria. Oh, so well, she's taken it a step she's, further. She's translated it. Yes. Um, but I, but I, I, I like that because she is coming from a different place. Yes. You know, and so I, I just, I think Mary is a is an important, um, an important part of that. I love Mary. Mm-hmm. Um, and my M is for another important M word, misogyny. Because <sighs> try as we might, uh. we are still, we still have some misogynists. Are in, you saying that in the community in drag? Absolutely. Oh my god. Yes. Yeah, there is room. Awful. There is definitely I mean it it's it's something that I wish I mean it's not that I wish it didn't exist. I wish it didn't exist globally. Oh. But um it's something I wish that more queens would take notice of Absolutely. and and change their behavior. Because it's not it's it's not hard. Mm-hmm. We all have Google, and we have it like in our because we have, because yeah. of smartphones, we have it in our pockets. We changed our theme song because we took a hard look at it, and and we decided to do rather, something about it. Finally, I have to be honest. You took a hard look at it, and yeah. was like, you know, let's update our software. Yeah. You know, fishy like like the fish, the tuna, the smell, all that bullshit needs to like go away because that's not funny, right? It's just not. Um, and I've been saying that for years because I'm t- I hate that type of humor. I mm-hmm. think it's 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 corny. I almost Absolutely. said it's whack. Wow, look at me. Ooh, it's um, whack. Ooh, that shit is whack. But it is. It absolutely is. Mm-hmm. Um, so same with misogyny. Yeah. Like fix it. What? Like you realize that none of us would be here if it wasn't for women, right? Like it's because of women that we are all. You know, like the members of the drag community are doing what we're doing. And a lot of our inspirations are women. So like, why are we treating, why are we treating women like shit? Like that's the big question here. And um, when you figure out the answer, you know, take, take a look at it, you know? Um, the next letter is the letter N. Mm. What do you have for N? Nails. Ooh. And I know that that's kind of a tired one, mm-hmm. right? At this point, but... A wise alien once said, if you're not, not wearing, wearing nails, nails, you're not, not doing, doing drag. drag. Which people took far too seriously. <laughs> <laughs> like, Jesus Christ. And then after All Stars 3, if you are not wearing... What did she call it? Um, Her little shoe? Her little, like, flat? Oh, I don't know. Anyway, she had a, a thing about that, too. Yeah. Um, I love nails. I, like, I honestly don't feel complete without them when we go out and drag. Mm-hmm. And if one falls off, like, literally, I'm crestfallen. Yeah, because me it too. Because it just doesn't, um, they just, they extend and they, and they let you um, really just kind of, like, I don't, it, it, it's like a whole other... Um, Come, come with me on a journey. Okay. So imagine that getting into drag is like seeing seeing a bird. Okay. 
and there's this beautiful bird. Nails are like that bird spreading its wings and taking flight. Yes. Oh, that's because I was going to say it's like when Wolverine's claws come out. Okay. But that's okay, not, that you too. Know. But there is something like th- they're powerful. Yeah. There is a certain amount of power that comes with these like very pretty things that you're just sticking to your fingers. Right. Um, it's also so, fun. It's also they're fun. Really they're fun. fun to make. They're extravagant. Um, I like the like the pointy ones. I I can't do a front like n- n- none none of those things. Yeah, like that's too that's too everyday. Yes, and it should be a fantasy. Yes, you know. So nails, if you can do it, wear them. They're at fun. Least, at least for a photo shoot, wear them around your house. I do that when I make a pair. Oh my god, I refuse. I refuse to spend all of this time making nails and then not try them on at home. You would try on a shoe, wouldn't you? You'd try on a wig. You'd try on a dress. Absolutely. Why wouldn't you try on a nail? Of course, it anything. Anything. Um, my N stands for no cover. Um, <laughs> you're gonna be you're gonna be hard pressed to meet a drag queen who doesn't have at least one flyer that says no cover. That's her way of being like, hey, friend from high school, you need to come see me perform. And guess what? There's no cover tonight. Mm-hmm. Or free before twelve. Whatever. Yeah, same di- same difference. Same thing. Next. Oh. Ova. Over. However you choose to say it. I think it is an essential part of the lexicon. Yes. Yes. Um, my O is for ombre brows. Ooh. <laughs> the struggle is very real with that one. I mean, I struggle no more. But no, you don't, but I'm saying getting there ooh, for both of us. She was, was a journey. Um I still I still prefer a harsh brow sometimes. Yeah, you do. Um but you know when I'm feeling like looking five or six, uh, looking when I feel like using five or six different colors on my eyebrows, mm-hmm. I'll I'll play with it. But they do give a beautiful, like it really is a a um an art form. Yeah, it's to the point where um when we so when we watch the Real Housewives of Atlanta, there are a few of the cast members who achieve an ombre brow with their their, their natural mm-hmm. brows. And I always want. I mean, I know they're wearing makeup, obviously, yes. but I wonder how they ombre the inner corners. I'm assuming they just don't fill that the inner corners in. But I I just wonder how do you ombre the inner corners of your eyebrows when they're your natural brows? You know, I well, guess you just have to lighten them. They fill something. them. They know. fill them with lighter colors because it's oh. a lot of it. Yeah, if you. Um, there is a there's an Instagram I think it's called like Maloxy Jane or something that I love because it's all like micro micro makeup? micro blading. No, no, no. It's oh. it's like it's like very like she'll do like or they'll do like mic like little paintings and stuff mm-hmm. on the eyelids. But they also just do uh, yes, it's that one that person. Yes. Yeah. Okay. But they they you know they outline the brow of the person like at the top and the bottom and then they fill in with lighter colors oh. and then go darker and it's. It's beautiful, mm-hmm. you know, but I feel like that's how they, you know, if you're using your actual brows, that's how you would do it, right. I think. So, yeah. Um, we're going to do one more letter and then we're taking a break. What about P for Ooh. you? Um, pageants. Oh. Yeah. I, th- I think pageants are a very big part of drag culture. Um Pageant queens. Pageant queens. Um, local pageants. Pulling the page. Pageant gown, pageant hair. Exactly. Uh, the pageant nail, your pageant I've jewelry set. Oh, yeah. It's the, it's the French tip. Mm. It, you know, because there are rules. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, you know, especially how your, um, like your jewelry has to match the stones on your dress, has to match the this, has to, you know, the, the loaf. 
that's where that's from, like Ooh. the hair loaf. Um, but also pageants for like bar pageants as well, because those are a hell of a lot of fun. Yeah. You know, because they they take the categories from like things like Miss Continental and Entertainer of the Year and Miss Gay US of A and so on and so forth mm-hmm. and turn them on their heads. Yeah. You know, like Miss Barracuda, for example, which will have all sorts of crazy ass themes. Mm-hmm. But it's still a pageant. Yes. So there. Yeah. My P is for pads mm. because I would never, I mean, I'd be it would be very difficult for me to do drag without wearing pads mm-hmm. because that's part of the fantasy. Yeah. I remember that. Remember that, to- that bird I told you about earlier. I'm that bird. Oh, you won't catch this bird without a pad. Just saying it has wings. <laughs> I, my pads <laughs> do have wings. Um, wow. Uh, yeah, no, I just don't. I, I have a very specific shape when I'm in drag. And if I don't wear pads, I, I won't have that shape. Yeah, they really do. Like, however you choose to pad, if you know, if you want to attain a particular shape, it's just, it's so artful. Like getting the right shape down is yeah. takes a long time. I, I mean, think. for me, okay, for me specifically, when I get in drag, I do drag so infrequently that when I'm in drag, I want to be in drag. I'm going to mm-hmm. be cinched. I'm going to be padded. I'm going to be wearing a nail mm-hmm. for as long as that nail wants to, you know, remain in my company. Um, and, you know, <laughs> same for the wig. You know what I mean? There are certain things because I do it so infrequently that there, I have the time absolutely, to be like, I'm yeah. absolutely doing this and that and the other, mm-hmm. you know, I'm, I'm very, I, I know that there are Queens out there that don't pad and God bless you, you know, do what you got to do. Mm-hmm. You have to survive. Yeah. If, if it's, you know, a, a lot of the queens we know that don't pad are ones that are doing this for their livelihood. Absolutely. And it's like, do what you got to do. Yeah. That's great. But also it, it adds, you know, whether you pad or don't, if you pad, you like if you pad again, blah, blah, sorry, if you pad or don't, mm-hmm. it, it, it brings so many different elements to what you can wear. I mean, you're building a body. Yeah. Like that body doesn't exist. Right. right. So you can pad a little, you can pad a lot, you can not pad. So I, I, I think it's just something that everybody should have at least one set so you can just like play with it. Yeah. Yeah. It's fun. Mm-hmm. It's part of the um, uh, the identity theft element yeah. of drag. Oh, that's what my eye should have been. Identity Aww. theft. Ah! Well, let's say you say we'll put it up in there. Identity theft. For okay. Um, All right. So we're going to take another break. When we come back, we're going to finish out the alphabet and... We're going to challenge some other people to some stuff. Yep. So stick around. We'll be right back. Today's episode is brought to you by Quip, an innovative oral care brand that makes it easier than ever to maintain a healthy brushing routine. The simple secret to great oral health is good technique, consistent brushing, and regular upkeep. Do away with the myth that more power and features means a better clean by trying out their beautifully designed electric toothbrushes. They also take the guesswork out of replacing your toothbrush by delivering a new head and fresh batteries to you every three months. Shipping is free and you can cancel at any time. We use Quip and it's made us smile more because our teeth are actually clean. Quip is offering you, our listeners, $10 off your first refill by signing up at tryquip.com slash kiki. Again, that's tryquip.com slash kiki. Quip, oral care designed for a modern lifestyle. We're back. And our next letter is the letter Q. Do you want to go first? Sure. Um, my Q is for queer. 
Because hmm. I think drag needs to keep. <laughs> I think drag needs to stay queer and be queerer than ever. Mm-hmm. Um, mainly because of this, you know, the like the good and bad repercussions of um, the mainstreaming of drag. You know, it, mm-hmm. it, it can often get like. I'm trying to think of the right word. Like it turns straight. It turns straight. It turns straight. And it's like, have you seen the commercial for all stars season four that they're running on VH one? No, I haven't seen it yet. It makes it look like it's, you know, the super bowl or something. It's it's not like they've found a way to like extract all the queerness Mm -hmm. from drag. Yeah. And in the commercials for, I mean, you know, it's a it's a great platform, I, I guess. Mean, is, I don't but, know. You know, but get on, get off, and stay queer. Right. You know, um, it's also like it, it. This wasn't made like drag was not invented to entertain people outside of the street. Oh, <laughs> entertain people outside of the queer community. Right. And I understand that it is a paycheck, and it is a um, you know, like straight people really love drag and support it and consume it and all of that, but. If you take away all of the queerness from drag, you take away its essence. Right. And therefore, you take away what people were drawn to. Right. So, and, queer. and the history behind yeah, it. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, my cue is for questionable padding. Um, this is usually a symptom of someone who is new to the padding game. Um, yeah. Padding has a lot of... Uh, because padding is ju- basically like a giant uh, couch cushion that you shove inside your pantyhose. Um, it, there's, a lot of, uh, there's a lot of trial and error, and there's a lot of shaving to be done. Um, shaving of the padding, obviously, not of your body. Um, yeah, so it's important to try on your pads if you're making them yourself. Yeah. Um, and if someone else is making them, you still got to try them on mm-hmm. because some of these people will make you pads and one side will be bigger and, you know, you don't want cockeyed hips. That's not a... That's not a that's not a fun thing to pay you for. Stand at an angle the whole night, right? <laughs> I mean, I've done it <coughs> before. Before Daniel made me the um, the padding pockets that I have on my shaper, um, I used to have cockeyed hips, and so I would just stand at a stand at an angle. Right, you got to make it work. Padding pockets, yeah. TM padding pockets. Okay, and yep. lean pockets too. Um, let's move on to the letter R. My letter R is for runway because every queen loves doing a runway walk to the cat cat cat. I can't do it properly, but you know what? Yeah, exactly. Um, And it was always a very essential part of one of my favorite drag pageants, Our Our Lady of Saliva. Yes, Um, which is no longer around, but it was fun. Um, She lives on in our hearts because the girls used to pull out some incredible looks for. Um, for the runway and i think it's just like all you have to do is walk back and forth so you can wear the most ridiculous thing you want right still remember when titania steel came out in a barbie box yes one of the first queens i ever saw to do that yeah with the hairbrush and everything attached so i like the runway she came out in the barbie box for q a fyi just like wait was it really put that in your pipe and oh, smoke Lord. it yeah it was during q a i mean it would make more sense for her to have come out well, during go. like during the runway portion in her Barbie box. But yeah, I'm old Q and a for Q and a think about that. Um, my R is for racism, which is well and alive in the drag community. Um, Absolutely. We still have work to do and, um, and we acknowledge that. And uh, yeah, I mean yeah. the, a lot of the lexicon and um, 
basically like all of the a lot of the essence of of the drag the drag world that we know today it all comes from people of color it mm-hmm. all comes from specifically the african american community and and ball culture mm-hmm. so like again like i said earlier with misogyny here we are again why are we oh. treating why are we treating our founding fathers like the the um the the like the 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 people that look like our founding fathers mm-hmm. like shit yeah let's let's keep working on that please absolutely like yeah um do you want to do did you have something to say i do. oh i thought you wanted to move on to s i didn't know no i'm i'm ready to do whatever you let's want let's move on to s <laughs> my s is for subversive oh i love subversive drag and this goes back to you know keeping it queer Yes. Um, is you know what? I, I honestly think it's adorable that drag queens are reading to kids because I think it does like instill acceptance and kind of a a, a wider worldview mm-hmm. in kids, and that's great. But I love subversive drag, like naughty, dirty, crass, like just pile it on because it is. It's just like it's it's nerve, you know, like having the nerve to do subversive stuff on stage in drag i mm-hmm. think it just adds like it's another layer right um and some of my favorite drag you know like going back to lady bunny i think lady bunny is incredibly subversive mm-hmm. with the things that she says because right. there are no boundaries right um so yeah keep it subversive my s is for shade or splitting tips which is shady i mean um <laughs> Um, shade is the form of, uh, it's like what people call roasting, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a thing that friendly drag queens will do to one another. Um, and, uh, if you're not friendly with a drag queen, you will shade her, but that's called reading. Mm-hmm. Um, so those, they're cousins. Shade and reading are cousins. The difference is you like one per the one person you like, the other one you don't. Absolutely. Um, and then splitting tips is what happens when, um, Okay, so splitting tips is when you are performing as a group and uh, you have individual, like you have solo numbers, but all of the tips that go in the tip bucket get split amongst all the performers. And my feeling is that splitting tips is a symptom of the the main drag queen who runs the show, understanding that she is, um, how do I say this, uh, less favorable than some of the other girls in the cast. And so she understands that if she kept only the tips that were given to her, she would go home. Mm-hmm. She would she would die penniless. Yeah. And so she needs to split those tips mm-hmm. because the other girls are making her money. Yeah. You know who doesn't split tips? Who? Ari Kiki. That's true. And I, That's I true. admire her for that because we've done her invasion a couple of times and there will be 30 girls <laughs> practically on that roster and she makes sure that you get your bucket at the end of your number, you yep. pull out your money and then she puts it out for the next girl. Yep. And I think that what that does is that it breeds... Um, it's honesty. It breeds hard work too, yeah. because like you're, you know, a lot of times you're doing, you're, you know, you're just showing up because like it's fun, or you know, you're starting out, so you're just doing a number for free, right. and your tips are your pay. Yep. So like, don't rely on splitting tips. Be, you know, either the host or the the guest. Yeah. Work for them. Right. So yeah. Right. T. T is for 301s. For those yes. of you who do not know, 301s, and it does count because it's the word three, um, <laughs> no, are, no one was contesting. Are the standard <laughs> drag lash. Um, they're long and kind of spiky. 
um, okay. and have a great curve to them. And so that is, that's kind of become the gold standard for a drag lash because of the, the length and, and curl. Um, I don't know about gold standard. I think default setting. Well, the default setting, it's like, oh, three right. ones, three ones, three ones. Um, and that's kind of what I like about lashes is that, you know, it's like nobody refers to them as, as, as Robert and I were talking about before this as eyelashes or, you know, you, their numbers cause you have to buy them yeah. by certain, you know, by their numbers. Right. So you have a 199 and you may sack it with a 301 or sandwich it with a 204 or so on and so forth. Um, so yeah, 301s. Not sure what any of these numbers mean, but that's how we well, refer uh, to them. Yeah. Well, I think it, it has to do as the number gets bigger, yeah. they get longer and more like fanned out. Huh. Like a like a 199, it's it, it's a longer lash, uh-huh. but it's it's like fluffy. Oh. You know, and whereas a 301, it's kind of like a french fry wig oh. you know um i mm. like a 301 but i really have had to come to terms with the fact that i'm not a 301 girl mm. i'm a 199er oh yeah cute yeah my t stands for trans queens yes um there are trans girls that do drag there are trans men that do drag and <gasps> like we said you know ditto to what we said earlier about hyper queens mm-hmm. it's all drag yeah it's drag so you know get into it absolutely and respect you know respect the uh the the people that fought for our rights mm-hmm. you know it they, there were two trans women who were at stonewall yeah. and who th- that's the reason why i have i have the right to be married mm-hmm. to daniel who's the other voice yeah. that you hear on this show it also gives us the right to divorce which is quite nice right <laughs> right um let's move on to the letter u undergarments important important how whatever undergarments you choose to wear th- it doesn't matter but you must well, well no 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 i'm saying <laughs> for like y- y- like there are some people you know I, I like people come for brawn panty queens but like if it works it works so brawn panty doesn't count oh yeah i guess because it's on the outside that's on the but outside. i think okay so undergarments not just once <laughs> That are meant to go under and on the outside. Um, I, I think a foundation is very important. I mean, they're more traditionally known as foundation garments, right? right. Um, but we all refer to them as undergarments. It's your shaper. It's your tights. It's, um, you know, what, what Robert and I uh, refer to as the onesie, you know, for those mm-hmm. who have back fat that you just kind of want to, you know, keep in line. You know, it, it really... Um, for me, anyway, m- the, the way I combine my undergarments when I do drag, uh, it helps me feel secure. I think, you know, everything is where it should be. Things aren't You're slipping. refining the fantasy. Exactly. And and you're smoothing the fantasy. You know, I'm... Smoothing I'm, those wings. Yes. <laughs> from the bird I talked about earlier. Absolutely. You yeah. know, you need like four or five pairs of tights to make sure that the seams of your pads don't show or, you know, making sure you're buying the right color undergarments for the outer garment that you're wearing you know you can't give a nude illusion if your undergarments are black right like it's not cute and again we're talking about like what we do for us exactly if you don't care that we can see your pads then great again subversive a deconstructed drag is a thing yes so you know just make sure you have the right undergarments for what you want to do right my U stands for oh Jesus gross. Because <laughs> what would an episode of this show be without a nod to Thorgy? We haven't had one in a while. We haven't. Um, I have to be honest. So when Bob posted that, Bob posted a photo from the from I think it's the haters roast in the UK and was like, you know, caption this essentially or like turn the turn this into memes. I kind of loved that everyone was like. 
coming for Thorgy's dreads? Because I'm surprised that this isn't a conversation. That's a conversation that should be being had. So there's that. Um, what does your V stand for? My V stands for voguing. <gasps> oh my God, I'm really into voguing right Are now. Are you really? <laughs> it's like this new trend. Oh my God, I'm really into voguing and I'm playing Maureen and Rent. Who am I? No, go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> v should be, for, I feel very attacked right now. Um, no, <laughs> voguing, and, and again, this goes back, like voguing did not originate in drag culture. It originated in, you know, African-American ball culture, but it has, you know, been adopted. But again, what is drag without some queen either successfully voguing to a Vogue track or another queen looking like a chicken with her head cut off trying to duck walk? So Vogue. Some form of the deconstructed Macarena. Madonna stole it, gave it to the masses. She bastardized it. That's what she did. Vogue. Or as I heard somebody call it once, Voguing. Correct. Yes. My V stands for Valentina's mask mm. because that mask is iconic at this point. Oh, iconic. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I, yeah. It's the stuff of legends. Right. Do you think she has it like framed? I don't know. Because that's the type of shit that we would have seen in a bar. We would have seen a queen come out and try and lip sync against another queen and put a fucking mask on to cover it up and the crowd either would have lived or they would have booed and like, you know, tore the queen's outfit apart, you know, Cinderella style. Oh my God. And my these beads. are my beats, Cinderella. <laughs> yeah, it would have been like that. Um, but, you know, it, that was the close, uh, there are very few moments on that show that come close to what drag is like in real life and that was one of them. So. It was so, and you're right, it is something that you would have seen like in a bar because it's a stunt. Yeah. Like covering it up, or I love when a queen turns around and like, oh, yeah, you can see she's not zipped. Oh no, I was oh. saying when they turn around because they don't know the words. Oh, or you know they run into the audience during the second verse. Yeah, um, shout out to Ruby. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> she she's telling told us all her secrets. Yes. Um, it's just all those like tricks that you know queens. You know, or like, here are my hands. Oh, yeah. Look at my look hands. At, look at my hands. You don't notice look, my mouth is Yeah, moving. look at my squiggly <laughs> hands. I'm looking to the side. It's just, it's almost, it, it's, it, th- th- those uh, foibles, I guess, are, are just as entertaining as like a great lip sync. Yes. Because the girl's trying. Yeah. Her darndest to get through those four, four and a half minutes, you know? Yeah. Um, But she yeah. should have, it was just a seven word chorus. She should have learned her words. That's also a good song. A like, good what song. are we doing here? Um, what's your W stand for? Wet and Wild. Ooh. That is, uh, like, I love drugstore cosmetics. Mm-hmm. I think you just have to search really hard for them. Um, but I love my Wet and Wild contouring palette. It is my go-to. Mm-hmm. I think it literally only comes in one color. Um, I can't remember. That's not true. What do you mean? There's So there's the highlight and contouring palette that yeah. you buy, which yeah. is, it's a... Uh, a strip of highlight, a strip of contour. Yeah, the round one. Right. And then there's another round one that's like four colors in a strip. And I think you're supposed oh, to, but I think that's for highlight. Oh, that, that's a shimmery. That's, that's like the, the rainbow. Yeah, no, I'm talking about like the, they're like light and dark. Like it only comes in one color, but oh. it is, it's, it's really good. It's yeah. good for cutting your cheek. Like you can fit it in your purse if you want to touch up. Um, it, is James, it is James Mansfield's go-to. Mm-hmm. You know, um, it's just good. Yeah, it's really good. So wet and wild. Um, 
Wet n Wild is your theme. They make one of the best uh, waterproof eyeliners out there mm-hmm. as well with a very nice brush. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, my W is for whip crack. <laughs> <laughs> because, again, you'd be hard pressed to hear a drag mix that does not have a <laughs> like somewhere in the mix. Oh I love when there are several like like right after one another. It's just they're just piling on all the whip cracks. It's, you know, it's... um. It, this is a moment where drag queens like to show off because they the 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 ones that uh my I mean my favorites are the ones that uh that actually acknowledge the whip crack um but then there are also the girls who like they'll acknowledge the first two but they'll forget that there's a third one ooh that's <laughs> rough girl because it's whip cracks are fun yeah and they they're kind of like they they command the audience a little bit yeah. I don't know I I think they're great. Um, Nicki Minaj decided to add them to Anaconda. You know, it's great. Um, I I will put, I will probably edit in several yeah. uh, whip cracks at some point during this conversation. Best done with a cat suit and a thigh high patent leather boot. Yes. Like yeah yeah. Mm. How about X? Ooh, extra, extra. I don't know where that came from, <laughs> but. <laughs> sure, sure, sure. Extra with an X. Sure, sure. Because sure, um, sure, sure, what sure. is drag? But extra. It is. It's so extra, it doesn't need the E. So and, there. And speaking of extra, my X stands for that's Roxy with three X's, just like her dress size. Cheater. It was the first thing that came to my mind. Wow. It was literally. She is, she is barely an L these days. Well, now, but now, like when right. it was set on season five. I know. Very different moment. Thick and juicy. Mm. Mm. What about why? Oh, Miss Yara Sophia. Oh, I love Forever her. Forever and always. She is, for me, just one of my favorite drag queens in the whole world. Oh, I yeah. wanna, I'm going to order a pop it on right now. Oh, only 99 payments of $1. <laughs> I, I love her so I adore, much. I adore Yara Sophia. Like, it, it has, it's never gone away. I still think she would have won season three. Should have given her another chance. She just radiates, like, something I, I it's probably radioactive but it's just she's amazing before the winner of season three was spoiled for the world um there was there was a thread that was almost completely right except for the fact that yara was the winner of the season and i was really 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 rooting yeah. i was like i hope these because uh, the other rumor that raja won was like mm-hmm. everywhere um yeah. and uh yeah i was hoping that um, she, yara winning was she would have be been the first puerto rican queen to win yeah because and there hasn't been one yeah. yeah, and no. there should be. Yeah, there, there should, should be. be. Puerto there should Rico, be several at this. Puerto point. Rico and Puerto Rican culture turns out some of the fiercest drag queens around. Right, but yes, my why is for it. Yes, are you tired of that word? I am. <laughs> I like it. I'm not tired of it. I have stopped using it altogether. Yes, yes, yes. I I have stopped using it altogether unless I'm trying to be ironic. Mm-hmm. Um, but if I like something, I say yes. Yes. Like I make sure to emphasize it's, that it's an E. It's more of a not an A. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yes. It's very different because I'm tired uh, of Yas. I love Yas. Yas will forever remind me of Crystal something something. Yas Queen, Yas Queen, Yas Queen, Yas Queen, Yas Queen, Yas Queen. That's the only way that I use it, like Crystal. Yas Queen, Yas Queen, Yas Queen, Yas Queen, Yas Queen, Yas Queen. You know, I'm on Broke City. Jesus Christ, I'm Broad City. When she <laughs> says Yas Queen and she cries. Yes. Yeah. Um, or it, YQY, it, thanks oh to uh, Phoebe I Robinson. Love them. Phoebe Lynn Robinson. <laughs> um, but yeah. Yas. 
Yes. Yes. Or no. Um, I'm going to go last. Oh, I mean, I'm, I'm going to go next because I want you to go last. Sorry. That's what I meant to say. So my Z stands for zip because a queen always needs you to zip her into her mm-hmm. dress. It's without fail. I, you can't reach. Yes. Although every queen should invest in that like old lady thing that they sell on TV. The little like stick that you put on your zipper and some. So I think in Broadway houses, what they do when they have boots that have a zipper or like it's something where it's a quick change and the zip needs to happen quickly is they thread. um, They thread basically like a giant key ring Mm -hmm. through the zipper. And that way you can just pull on the key ring instead of the zipper. Yeah. Um, So I think if queens did that with their dresses, Mm -hmm. you could put like a little... You know, like you tie a little thing through it. A little ribbon. Yeah. Yeah. And then just get rid of it. Yeah. That'd be yeah. a good idea. Yeah. I'm doing that to all of our dresses now. Mm, okay. <laughs> I usually figure it out. What's yours? <laughs> I had a very hard time with Z. Uh-huh. Because it just is. Uh-huh. Um, What's your Z? Liza with a Z. Okay. That's like, because there's a Z in her name. People are going to egg me for this, but I personally are they? I do, I do. Like I, I, I adore Liza Minnelli. I think she's a treasure, and um, she will. She's really terrific. <laughs> I, I am personally not like a a musical theater person, so. I know that like li- like the special Liza with a Z was like a thing and I have watched it. Mm-hmm. It doesn't resonate with me. Okay. But I love Liza. Like I think she is this icon who just keeps on giving, you know, mm. and it, it is iconic and th- like the way that people try to imitate her is endlessly entertaining. Yeah. So I think Liza um, deserves a spot. Yeah, I agree. I there agree. A hundred percent. I will say though, um, I don't remember much of Liza with a Z. The only number that I remember from it that stands out, and I feel like this—I mean, whatever. This is sacrilegious. So we're both going to get egged for this. Ready? Yeah. Um, I think the only number that matters from Liza with a Z is ring them bells, because oh, that's so good. Because it's just great. Yeah. That's that. Yeah, and she will. She will always be the only Sally Bowles. Oh, I mean, it's like, hello. It's hers. Like, it's hers. Nobody's come close. Yes. So, I mean, I I obviously never saw the original, you know, stage production, but that that that's what i grew up with was her as silly bulls um yes. she just makes me happy yeah you know she's great how can you see her like like when i see her perform single ladies i think beyonce who wow <laughs> well i for for what it's worth i don't agree with that um <laughs> so that brings us to the end of our alphabet challenge um, and we would like to challenge a couple of, well, actually, let's thank Latinos Who Lunch first. Yes. That's, that I did this backwards. Um, this is what happens when I do the outline. Mm-hmm. It comes out fucked yeah. up. Um, thank you to uh, Fabi Fab and Babelito of Latinos Who Lunch for challenging us. This has yeah. been an honor and a pleasure. It was fun, too. Um, yeah, it was a great time. Mm. And also, uh, if you're not listening to Latinos Who Lunch, you should go listen to them. Please and do. You should start by listening to their ABCs of Latinidad episode, mm-hmm. which is at this point will be their penultimate episode. Ooh, that Yay. word again! My favorite word. Her new drag name is Pen Ultimate. Whoops. Um, Penny Ultimate. 
Okay. Um, who are we challenging? Uh, so the first podcast that we are challenging is the Shade Parade. Yay. Uh, we are challenging them to do the ABCs of Shade. Yeah. So come on, girls. Bring it. Um, and then the second podcast that we're challenging is <gasps> All Right, Mary. <laughs> I don't know why I took such a deep yeah. breath. Before that. <gasps> what are so, you going to do? I'm telling so you. <laughs> I was going to do. I was going to do. And I'm telling you. Um, I was going to do the very end of the number. Um, so, all right, Mary, we're challenging you to do the ABCs of drag race. Mm -hmm. So, whereas we did the ABCs of drag and we tried really hard to stay away from drag race, we want you to do the ABCs of drag race. Yes. So, don't let us down. Mm -hmm. I was going to say don't fuck it up, but let's keep let's keep staying away from drag mm -hmm. race. <laughs> <laughs> terrible we're terrible um so we're gonna look we look forward to both of those challenges and um and that brings us to the end of our episode remember we're grizzly kiki on everything that means facebook twitter and instagram so follow us yeah. and you can send your questions to grizzlykiki at gmail.com and maybe we'll read yours on the air and dear listeners if you think that we missed anything in the abcs of of, of drag Send them our way. Yeah. We'd really like to know because we thought about this long and hard and we might have missed something. Oh, we definitely missed yeah. things. We're not so infallible. Please let us know. Yeah. Um, I would love. Okay. So this isn't part of our outro, but I would love to see Trixie and Katya do the ABCs of drag. I feel like that would be highly entertaining. Oh my God. That'd be a great episode of. Uh, I yeah. can't do it properly. Yes. Uh, why don't you commit to it? Commit it just, to it. it just, I just can't. I don't commit to anything. Okay. Um, and then last but not least, don't forget to subscribe on iTunes and Spotify. <laughs> so until next time. Bye. bye.